but email to help me because the different madhabs and the variations of, of uh, practices but anything related to these spiritual teachings and what we teach specifically and always a rule that please don't ask other shaykhs about these teachings because you put them on the spot if that's not something they teach then the reply will be doesn't exist because people like to negate what they don't understand. So it's best to take from these teachings to this shaykh if you have any questions, not to go from here to there and, and asking people about what we've taught. You have to ask Nojan about what Nojan taught inshaAllah. I can't hear anything. Yes, do we have any questions for tonight? As Salaamu Alaykum Sayyidi. Salaamu Alaykum. Sayyidi, how to hear the inner inspirations? How to hear the inner inspirations? That's the whole process of the tafakkur and then the meditation, the contemplation, how to sit and, and to begin to open that channel. That's like a, like a Naqshbandi broadcasting, heavenly broadcasting. So we go back into all the talks of making your tafakkur, your meditation, your contemplation, making sure your connection is strong. It's like building your device, doing your awrad is like connecting to the Wi-Fi. So you can't have a connection if you're not doing the awrad. So that was the danger we described in the talks regarding Wi-Fi, the heavenly Wi-Fi is that how, how, how can you think that you're connecting with the shaykh but you don't do their awrad, you're not logging on to their system. Then there's a danger that you may be sort of you know logging on to other creatures and beings which are, of which are ten times more prevalent than human beings around us. Allah created their realm ten times more in number than our realm. So those are all the, the processes that we have to go to and go through is to make the connection, to do the awrah, to, to keep ourselves uh, washing and, and to be in, in ritual purity and then practicing every day just to breathe and to connect, breathe and to connect and then asking the shaykh that, send your fires and your lights into my heart. Once we feel that connection then we feel that there is now an inspiration because of that connection, that, that the inspiration comes to us to do good and to abstain from bad character. And that's when we can control the anger and all the bad character then they send more fires to us. But if each time they connect and we do bad things the connection becomes broken as far as the, the muraqabah is concerned that that level of light won't be coming to the servant because the things that they indulge in, the bad character and bad actions that they do will stop permission of the fires to come from Allah ti Rasul wa ulul amri minkum that Allah's fires is coming to Sayyidina Muhammad and Sayyidina Qasim whom distributes salam, all these realities means then it has to go to the ulul am and then the ulul am have to give permission like a reflection of a satellite into the hearts of these servants. And that the condition of that reflection is that they be good and have good character and good actions. For how can Allah send something golden from the heaven into something that becomes dirty and is contaminating itself. That's why then the process of cleaning, the dhikr, all the different processes and then trying to keep the connection and good actions and good character, inshaAllah. As Salaamu Alaykum Sayyidi Walaykum As Salaam wa rahmatullah.
Jazakallah khair for all your guidance. Um, should a murid ask his or her sheikh for a personal wazifa, or will this be given when the time is right? And in this time and age, there's no need for anything as a, as a personal wazifa. People are not doing the general connection. So there's no personal wazifa except for personal difficulties or ailments or something that uh, is of a difficulty. The shaykh will include another zikr that will relieve that or salawat that will relieve a certain difficulty if there's permission for that. But the main is to connect with the Naqshbandi awrad that, that is uh, you know uh, thousand years old, fifteen hundred years old from Prophet to Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq all through the shajar have been modified. But to what is reaching us today is, is the wazifa that Sultanul Awliya Ma Shaykh Muhammad Nazim Haqqani, his representative Mawlana Shaykh Muhammad Adil and awliyaullah like Mawlana Shaykh Isham and Shaykh Adnan that this is what's been given to us to do. When we do that on a daily basis with all the Qur'an, with all the the Dalai Khirat and all that's necessary, that's it. Then when you connect and, and connect your heart and do your practices, this wazifa begins to dress the servants so that they can begin to receive these fayazes. There are people who go around and keep asking for something to recite, something to recite, something to recite. I think it's more of a habit for a lot of cultures that everywhere you go they say, give me a wazifa to recite, thinking that that will relieve something. But before you know it they have like 200 different things that they're reciting which is you know a lot of different things to recite of which they're not completing any of them. So these are too many different logins for too many different internet signals so best to keep with one and then go to Nur Muhammad and Google the, the Wi-Fi, heavenly Wi-Fi article and, and we sort of read up again on that in the understanding that you have to be connected to this Wi-Fi that is being transmitted and, and strongly connected to them. InshaAllah that should be enough and if there are other specifics or difficulties then the app is all with ijazah. So nobody has to email us that, can I have ijazah to read this du'a? By the fact, the, ver the legal fact of sending out the app that is the ijazah to recite those du'as, to to recite those salawats, everything. So there's so much there for a, for a student to do, they don't need to keep asking for more inshaAllah. As Alaykum Sayyidi Walaykum As Salaam wa Why is it harder to have good manners with family than with other people? How can we be good mannered at all times, not just in public? Thank you. Walaykum As Salaam inshaAllah. Yeah because family have our buttons. You know it's like why does hitting a tooth that has a decay hurt more than my other teeth? Because as soon as there's a problem on a tooth it's connected to a deep root and as soon as you touch that you feel the whole pain going down. Family are, have a, a root within us that goes deep you know that it's not something superficial. Somebody like the mailman if they do something bad you just smile and say hello but family the roots go very deep into the hearts of people and that's the way Allah wants them. So everyone that we know is like a button and Allah just presses these different buttons 
and their interaction then make all of our different characteristics come out. So it's exactly the way Allah wants it for the characteristics that really show our characteristics come out with our interaction and through family and, and children and, and everything around us of, of importance inshaAllah. So with that we get an understanding of, oh wow. So there's, you know, there's the family members are the ones who make you angry, not strangers inshaAllah. As Salaamu Sayyidi Walaykum As Salaam Can the inspirations be related to dunya matters, example take this job or is it only related to akhirah and ibadah wherein we are inspired to pray 10 more rakahs or give charity? Yeah, this heavenly channel should only be used for heavenly purposes. That we've talked before about that, that if you learn to connect your heart and connect your heart if you connect and you're asking for heavenly energy and lights that I'm nothing, send me the fire, send me the light, this heavenly connection begins to open. When a person takes this connection and starts to say, you know, I want this, I want that, I need this, I need that, they feel that they're connected, they feel that they're communicating but actually their nafs is on the other side communicating with them. The heavenly channel doesn't get involved in the dunya matters. So then as… and that's as a precaution otherwise they'll begin to use that for everything. They would begin to make the connection and ask for lottery tickets and uh, please push somebody to hire me and, and push this person to be fired and make this person to like me and this person to dislike me. So these are not the, the, the qualities of using that connection. That connection is that for reaching towards the heavenly channels and that I'm nothing, send your fires and your light into my heart, Ya Rabbi send the light of Qur'an into my heart, send me the love of Sayyidina Muhammad breathing that I'm nothing, nothing and, and going into your oceans of light and power and I'm nothing Ya Rabbi. But to, not to be sitting there and saying, please I'm going to make my connection and then asking and saying, please oh yeah, I need this job, can I have this and then tomorrow can I have this for, for, for my dinner and then can, can I have this person just leave me alone and this person like me and this person dislike me. It would never end. As Salaamu Alaikum Respected Sayyidi I feel like one step good and then 10 steps back into badness. How can we ever get out of this cycle? InshaAllah by, by the practices, the salawats, uh, fortifying our environment with the taweezes, playing salawats into the house. Again it's like a, it's like a soccer game that as soon as you do a practice from light in the world of light, you, you make some salawats, you, you do some good actions, you come for zikr or you're listening to the zikr, now it's like you have the ball. So what happens when you have the ball in this game of ours? Well shaitan's coming after you, you say, oh look he's got the ball now and then they come all running after you to take you down. And that's why everything is a complete package. You can't be sitting at home, no wudu, no understanding and just listen, come and listen to the zikr and that'll be my whole life uh, spirituality. Everything that Prophet brought for us was for this battle. So we wash, we make our wudu, we do all our namaz, our salah, we do our zikrs, we, we put the sunnah on as a fortification and an armour 
So that when I do these practices and I'm making my salawats, then I begin to learn on how to meditate and contemplate to the faiz of the shaykh. I feel the shaykh with me, I feel the light and the love of Prophet with me because I'm making salawats all the time inshaAllah. And that becomes now like a shield of, of lights that are all around the servant, like your own team now is very strong. And more and more you feel the push but not so much, not so much until you're become more and more energized. But the beginning stages are difficult because it gets euphoric, exciting, you, you got some information and then here comes the, the devils again hitting hard and then people will try to fall back into those. And the thing is that you, you can't live on both realms, so somebody described that they had come recently to tariqah and was it okay if, if they wear their, their, their Islamic identity and hang out with the friends that were doing bad things. Although they're not doing the bad things anymore and it's the, show me who your friends are and I show you who you are, means that the company you keep says a lot about you. So when you're going to move towards the truth you have to leave behind the falsehood. So playing in both worlds you're usually going to lose because shaitan is very severe on that side. So when we want to walk away from things and we want to walk away from a lifestyle it requires us to walk away from it. So we leave those people, leave that environment, leave that surrounding of, of those places that we used to go to do those things. And you say, no I'm going to now just you know stay at home, I'm going to keep my wudu, I'm going to keep my Muslim identity so that those people are not interested in my presence and my, me have a more difficult time to keep trying to hang out with the wrong people and say, why do you look like this and you're sitting with us, why don't you just get out of here and go to the mosque. And that in, in itself is your own protection that when, when you do make yourself look Muhammadiyoon and you do differentiate yourself from other people, it's your protection so that you, we stay away from different groups and different things that people are doing. And that's uh, the big reality of before anything can open the concept of Vawuz Billah has to be understood that I'm seeking refuge in Allah from every, every type of satanic thing. And most humans, 99% of all humans are the ones inviting satanic beings in. They go somewhere and they're surprised they got attacked. Say, but didn't that break your awuzu? You, you took a vow rahim You went to the wrong place. That, that broke your concept of awuzu. Shaitan saying, why did you enter here? Now that you're here, ahnu wa salam, let's take care of you. So the, the big understanding is to really walk away from these things and that everything Prophet gave to us was a shield for the believer, an armory for the believer to be armed and fortified against the satanic attack and the, the, the waswases of, of that character inshaAllah. As alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu Shaykh. Wa alaikum as salaam wa rahmatullah. Can you please tell us the importance about the monthly veils? Every month is having different zikr. Are we supposed to read it in a month or every day? Can you please shed some light on this? Yeah, wa alaikum as salaam. The, the monthly hijab is, is uh, the journey into the heart of Sayyidina Muhammad Shams al-Arifin. 
that these awliyaullah who have this knowledge they are responsible like a, a fairy that keeps conveying people from this world to the hereafter. And it's entering in and moving through these 12 pardat, through these 12 veils into the heart, into the reality of the heart of Sayyidina Muhammad So each month on the app you click and you read about the month, the zikr of that month. So for this month we go to the app, Muhammadan way and it doesn't open. <laughs> Okay, Jumatani, I click, oh Jumatani, then say Jumatani is the sixth lunar month. So in this power of nine is its reality, so six times nine is 54. Okay, so the number 54 has an immense reality in this month. So the and this 54th name of Sayyidina Muhammad is a key. So that's Sayyidina Siraj, the lamp. Sirajan Muniran, the, the lamp that's the all shining light that every reality is within the Siraj. That's what we said in, in other talks in the reality that Allah is Allah and sending creation into an ocean called Muhammadun Rasulullah So that becomes the lamp in which all this ocean of Muhammadun Rasulullah Everything is, is existing in that, every universe is exist, existing in that, every creation is existing in that reality. So then on the 54th month of understanding the reality on the, the sixth month and the power of 54 it's Prophet sends name Siraj, Sayyidina Siraj. And then Allah's Ismullah Al-Mateen. So for Al-Mateen and the forceful one to open. It needs the key and the name of Sayyidina Muhammad to open. So these are realities. Now how you're going to use that, you just have to learn it that the shaykh is taking us on this journey. Now we hit the sixth month, this is the month of immense love because six also has to do with wadud. The six in, in the abjad is the wow. So this is the month of immense love. So then the 54th chapter is Surah Al-Qamar. So Surah Al-Qamar is dressing this creation in this month. So the realities of Surah Al-Qamar are the dress for this, this month. And then the verses you can pick out and recite the different verses of Surah Al-Qamar and its realities. And then it goes into the veil of munificence and haybah. 7,000 times Allah in Allah's years which we have no understanding is dressing till now the reality of Sayyidina Muhammad with the hijab of munificence. And that's for 7,000 years in which Allah has no time. And the zikr of Allah is, Subhana man huwal ghaniyun la yafqaru. Glory be to him who is rich and who never grows indigent. So then by taking that knowledge I say that every month I'm going to recite a little bit of that every day to be dressed by the fires of what Allah is dressing eternally upon Sayyidina Muhammad Subhanahu man huwal ghaniyun that the one whom is, is ghani and, and wealth and rich beyond imagination means that what he dresses upon Sayyidina Muhammad is 
is of a wealth that cannot be imagined. That's why the kawthar and all of its abundance that we have given you the kawthar. So the one whom, who, who's ghani and rich of Allah beyond understanding, la yafqaru that you'll never grow indigent. That this wealth and immense power, immense mulk and kingdom that been bestowed upon you, never will you grow indigent and poor and in need. So then Allah is, is giving this continuous zikr onto the soul of Sayyidina Muhammad So by understanding that then I'm, I'm reading from the surah, I'm understanding that zikr that I repeat this zikr throughout, throughout the day, throughout the day. And then the major events of this month that we look, okay this is the birthday of Sayyidina Fatima on the 20th of this month. It's not a coincidence that this is the month of wow and love where everything is created by Allah's wow and six. Means that Allah created everything by love and when we describe the reality of Sayyidatina Fatima that she's under the secret of the Creator that Allah gave to the reality of Sayyidatina Fatima the secret of the womb that from the womb what comes into existence and created, that has to have a secret, that secret given to Prophet and from Prophet given to Sayyidatina Fatima So it's not a coincidence that Allah has her birth on the sixth month, the month of wadud and immense love in the realities of six and that the qamar and the moon of this reality means those whom have that immense love and that immense understanding they are qamarun and they are the ones whom are the, the full moons of the nation of Sayyidina Muhammad and they achieve that by their love and immense love for Prophet for Ahlul Bayt and Nabi and for Ashab and Nabi alayhi salam for Ashab al-Nabi and Ahlul Bayt alayhi salam but for the nation of Sayyidina Muhammad their immense love is what then makes them to be qamarun means their heart is lit with the sun of this eternal light and as a result it illuminates their face with that nur. And by following their the teachings of the full moons, the moon teaches you to focus on nothing but the sun. Means focus on your love of Sayyidina Muhammad and good character. Take a beating and a pounding through every type of difficulty, every type of testing, remain to be in good character, patience and calm and, and everything. And all the interaction with the shaykh is now a way for you to, to reach to something. So there's a, there's a hikmah and a wisdom, you email, you don't get a response. This is like a rock coming to your moon, you start to respond back that, hey you guys don't even answer anything and start to get angry, you're losing your moon reality because that's not the moon that comes and fights back. The moon takes it and takes it and takes it because that's the way that Allah wants to test you, be quiet. Even if they don't answer you, okay just make another email. Because how are you going to interact with the shaykh when you're thousands of miles away and there's not that type of shaykh everywhere for everybody. So Allah opens and makes it available, interact with them and then you begin to see your character. 
and how you interact, how you're getting angry, how the answer isn't the way you want it to be. And again it's not about the, the answer that you want to hear, it's the answer that you need to hear and, and it's not about the reaction you wanted but it's what you needed as a reaction. They want to see how, how you're reacting with every type of interaction. Something didn't come, something wasn't uh, delivered right, something uh, did, wasn't emailed correctly, doesn't matter. Whatever it is you're being tested. Are you passing your test? And Allah is looking and saying, oh this is good. So if we don't have any testing there's no way for Allah to rank us. So this is a ni'mah from Allah a mercy from Allah that I'll open through this communication with them a testing. And based on how you sort of react and, and interact. Allah will provide an opening and an address for the servants inshaAllah. As Alaykum Sayyidi Walaykum As Salaam wa rahmatullah. If we have a podcast, are we allowed to discuss things we've learned about spirituality or should we not discuss spirituality? Many, many thanks. Yeah, if, if 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 you have a podcast, or if you or or you mean you don't have a podcast, you you should really take the path of of learning, and learning something very well, in which you not only learned it but you lived it, because the biggest danger in our spiritual path is hypocrisy. That I I learn something but I don't do it. So the rules in which the shaykh opened and, and what opened for their hearts is they never talked about anything that they didn't achieve. So all the realities that a shaykh talks about in Naqshbandiyatul Aliyah, he has to have heard it, understood it, seen it and Allah burned this reality into their spiritual heart. They can't take somebody else's words and read about a spiritual journey and then convey to an audience as if it was theirs. Because now the audience could tune in at any moment and doesn't understand is, is this person, this is their story, this is what they went through and they convey it to such an extent that as if it sounds like it's theirs and they believe it's theirs now. That when his is like this and the shaykh has to be like this and shaykh has to be like that and shaykh has to have eaten from this, done this. But that's not what you achieve. So tariqah come to take away nifaq and, and hypocrisy and say that I spent my whole life writing, writing. I wrote, I wrote all the haqqaiqs, haqqaiqs and haqqaiqs. So when I wrote them I was putting into my heart these realities. Then at night I was going home and meditating and meditating and contemplating and contemplating. And then I would get to a point in my life inshaAllah where you contemplate and these lights are now entering into your heart, the connection with the shaykh is entering into your heart. So now when the shaykh speaks those you can meditate and begin to feel the fires of what he's speaking, the lights of what he's speaking and he may be saying something and you're witnessing a whole different realm of reality until all those teachings were burned into your heart. You went on that journey, you witnessed what he wanted you to witness and what Allah wanted you to witness, what Prophet wanted you to witness. Now when you speak ilmu yaqeen, knowledge of certainty, you practice aynul yaqeen, the vision of certainty. Otherwise if you just speak the certainty but you don't see it and it's not a truth for you. 
then that's hypocrisy in the ocean of hypocrisy where somebody's talking about something they didn't achieve. So tariqah comes to avoid the hypocrisy and that's why 90% of the other channels they don't care, they tell you anything they want from any type of background and doesn't necessarily mean that he understood it or, or experienced it. But Naqshbandiya al-Aliyah the Most High comes to teach the perfection of character. Be a student on the path in which you write, you write, you write, you write, you write, you write, you write these knowledges and then at night you meditating and meditating until you reach the connection with the shaykh, the light entering into the heart of the shaykh, that you feel the fires and illuminations of, of, of the shaykh and that the knowledges are flowing into the heart and its understanding is dressing the shaykh. At that time then you would be given a permission to speak because what you speak then is truthful. But for now just to go and you know put out that you know shaykh can do like this and then the shaykh is like this or this is a reality and then you get into a debate and an argument, you argue and the person gets angry and you get angry and you, you say something that's not correct and, you're and they come in and say, well your shaykh said something against sharia and you say, yeah well no I don't… So everything becomes so sensitive. And, and difficult. So better just to you know talk if you're going to talk to people about something basic and, and you know come to spirituality and energy and, and the, to be positive and to vibrate at a higher frequency, basic spiritualities. But when you want to get into haqqaiqs and, and talk on subjects that, that the person has not witnessed and that, that can be very bad and, and, and lead the servant towards the ocean of hypocrisy in which Allah is not happy and Prophet is not happy. So we try to keep within the best of adab so that uh, the student grows and continuously that they be under Allah's happiness, ridha and satisfaction and that Prophet be happy and content with them. For if Allah and Prophet are not happy there's not a shaykh on this earth that can help anyone. So just to say, I know the shaykh, I know him for a long time but if Allah is not happy with you and Sayyidina Muhammad is not happy with you nothing will, will open for that servant and they have continuous difficulty in their lives. So they come to teach to have the, the best of character and, and the, the, the best way to reach towards Allah has Divinely satisfaction inshaAllah. As Salaamu Sayyidi Walaykum As Salaam wa Can I use my practices to bring relief and positivity to others in my life especially during these challenging times? Yeah, I think that was the same yeah. same type of question. That you, you bring positivity once you've achieved positivity. I think we talked last week about your own raft. Mm. Right now I, I wouldn't be overly confident that you, you have the ability to, to heal people and to do anything that would uh, benefit other people other than harm yourself. Because there's so much negativity to the extent that probably most people are not witnessing or understanding how bad is bad. So just putting your hand out and, and trying to fix something or do something or, or draw attention to, to something, it could be tremendously difficult for a person, all sorts of sickness come onto them, all sorts of difficulties come onto them, all sorts of attacks come onto them, then that same person will be emailing all day and night that they're under attack, something is biting them, something attacking them, something giving them cramps, uh, sicknesses that you can't, uh, you can't push from yourself and all sorts of difficulties. So to give just people a little bit of hope, a good word that go to this channel. 
And then that's the best thing is to draw people to the shaykh's channel, to the shaykh's YouTube, to the shaykh's website and draw attention to the shaykh. But the people only nowadays are just interested in promoting themselves and posting something so that people would like what they're posting and it self becomes self sort of promoting. Imagine that you know 100 students and, and uh, 99 of the students only want to promote themselves. And then the shaykh has to struggle so much harder just to get their message out and the mission that Prophet has given to them because each one just wants to promote themselves. But the, the good one and the one who understands their purpose is to promote the shaykh with what Allah gave to them of their rizq, their sustenance, their time and their ability is like an army. So they're there to give their support in the way that the, that general needs the support. If each one make himself to be his own general then it's chaos and each one want to do their own thing and build themselves and draw people to them when there's nothing there to draw them for. And that becomes the difficulty in the last days of all the nafs and all the characteristics and more and more awliya will become hidden as things become more and more difficult. These saints in the last days will be hidden and they're not hidden because they're hidden in plain sight is that people don't see them anymore for who they are and what they are. They're more into themselves and, and what they want to be and, and what they deem themselves to be. So that becomes a difficult phase upon this earth when the, when the phase of awliya become hidden means they're not hidden, they're just there but nobody's using them for what that reality is. Sayyidi a few questions on uh, Imam, Imam Mahdi and Dajjal, they're asking um, who would… The funny thing before I forget, the funny funny thing is that, that, that there's a person that they always say, oh you should be talking with this shaykh and that shaykh and he talks about the last days, he talks about the last days. Remember, remember example is that any, any shaykh who tells you 2 plus 2 and the next talk 2 plus 2. And then next talk two plus two and next talk two plus two. The, the shaykhs of haqqaiqs when they talk they actually tell you two plus two is four and two plus two in water and, and what you multiply could actually be two. So the two variables or could be one, the two plus two could equal one or two plus two would equal four depending upon are we talking about malakut or are we talking about the mulk and the dunya. So difference is uh, the shaykhs of reality they not only talk about what's happening they give you the depth of its reality and its solution. And the only solution in this day and age right now for where zhuj and majuj <laughs> are, are hidden is that you should run for Sayyidina Muhammad <laughs> If anyone talks to you about zhuj and majuj and who they are and where are they buried and what bridge are they near and what, what cliff are they hiding under, are you planning on going and digging them up? So what the heck are you doing and what is that person doing? And make dramatic videos about that and here they are let's, let's all go run there and dig them out and bring Qiyamah onto this earth. <laughs> The, the, the concept is so immensely funny but people are just not really getting it. All these alamat and Surat al-Qamar iqtarab as-sa'at, 
Suratul Qamar is this month of the moon of love and, and of signs and reality. And the surah starts up with, uh, wait for the clock. And we said that, okay that was a sign. As soon as they build Saruman's tower and put a cloak on it, that was a sign that Sayyidina Matthew is about to appear. Now Allah has no time, now how many years that's going to take, that's not for us. But what it meant is that quickly tell people that they have to have a close relationship with Sayyidina Muhammad they have to be under the nazar of Prophet under the muhabbat and love of Sayyidina Muhammad and that's the only solution. Now where is this buried, where is that, who's this, who's the Russian, who's the Israel, who's that, all of this is just so non-important especially when you're not telling people then run to Sayyidina Muhammad Do your Mawlid and Nabi, do your salawats, build the, the correct relationship, make your heart connected to Rosa Sharif so that you feel the fires and the love of the reality of Sayyidina Muhammad because it's a fire, you see a fire coming then make sure that you have that connection because death is approaching. And if you're ready for that phase in life then you should be resurrected under the feet of Sayyidina Muhammad So if somebody is not teaching the solution they're part of the problem because they just disseminate whatever they want to disseminate but it's not helping anyone. Definitely don't grab your shovel and start going out there looking for it. What was your question? So Sayyidi, is the Imam Mahdi coming just for the Muslims or for everyone and uh, who is Dajjal? Yeah. Imam Mahdi is the highest Muhammadan guide and all the Muhammadan awliya are Mahdiyun and they all receive a dress from Imam Mahdi And Muhammadan Mahdi is the highest Muhammadan guide that will enter upon this earth and not in need of anyone or anyone to any power or might is completely dressed by Allah in the dress of Sayyidina Muhammad And when is he coming? Is at any moment. But the question are, are we Muhammadiyoon and are we dressed and ready for that light and for that love? Do we have a sense of purity and cleanliness within our heart? And Imam Mahdi is coming for whomever Allah has destined to be alive when six out of seven people will perish because of the significant wars. And already the Dajjal side has signified six out of seven people will perish. They don't want people on this earth, they want the resources of the earth and they want a minimal amount of people just to work for them to bring out the resources of this earth. And they even wrote it on a Georgia stone or Georgia cornerstone or headstone or whatever they wrote on this Georgia stone that says that, that six out of seven people will perish out of this earth. And Sayyidina Mahdi is coming as a saving that when Allah determines that they're about to become extinct and the ones whom Allah want to be with Sayyidina Mahdi and they've been written to be with Sayyidina Mahdi 
they are mahfuz and their souls are guarded and awliyaullah are responsible through their spirituality to guard them with the budala, nujab, nuqab, awtad wal akhyal, jinni wa ins. Seven categories of Allah's servants whom are awliyaullah that will be guarding these souls so that they are destined and they've been written upon their soul that they are mahfuz and guarded to be with Sayyidina Mahdi And the dajjal is a is a person of reality, he is a real individual and he has a government that's already been established and his way is established and he's the counter of Allah's who and their who. They have their own who with their own logos and they have their eye on everything and they put their logo ta'weez on everything so that to show their allegiance to him. They have the same lo logo in uh, all over the world, even religious places that are supposedly Muslim carry that logo because they've given themselves to that reality. Those whom are waiting for Sayyidina Mahdi they don't use that logo so they have nothing to do with Dajjal. So these are the realities that are already upon this earth and they're waiting and most important is to die with intention of waiting. Ya Rabbi that I may get there or I may not get there doesn't matter, my intention is to be with Sayyidina Mahdi to live a life in which to prepare for the arrival of Sayyidina Mahdi which requires immense muhabbat, love and good character. And the majority of people who will be following Sayyidina Mahdi are not Muslim. And all awliyaullah will come and tell you that the majority and you can look at a video from Shaykh Adnan when he was asked he said, no the majority of people won't be Muslim because the Muslims won't believe. And the Muslims have an arrogance in their character that make them to think that they are exceptional people, they are great people and that as soon as they get the understanding of Sayyidina Mahdi they will come against him. And we see that in all our zawiyas and all of the the religious places of tariqahs, they're filled with non-Muslims and that's a sign because the Muslim says, oh I have to sit with these people, I already pray. Oh I have to do these things, I, I, I do Ramadan. But you may not be doing it correctly and you may not be doing it with the real and the, the right understanding in which Allah wants. And then who do you see coming to all these zawiyas? Are the different people of different faiths and different backgrounds. Because if they have just a drop of Allah's love means then Allah has given them a drop of faith. If anyone has love in their heart like real sincere caring love, this is the greatest grant that Allah can give. When Allah gives from His muhabbat and love into the heart of a servant, He has granted them now faith because that love will nourish and blossom into immense realities. But there can be somebody praying all day long, give the zakat, make ten hajj, all these things they don't have a drop of love in their heart. You see it in their character, the fierceness in how they fight, the, 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 just their whole wujud is just you know just they're so into what they've done and whatever they did didn't result in Allah's muhabbat and love means Allah hasn't blessed them and dressed them with this drop of light and faith. Because faith and love are equal. Anyone whom has been granted a love, it's a grant from Allah And that love is the drop of faith that if it become nourished then becomes immense. 
Those servants may be hidden all around the earth, could be a Buddhist on a mountain, could be Jewish person in, in the city, could be Christian person in the desert, uh, could be anywhere and the majority of them won't be Muslim because you see already how the, the Muslims are, are acting. They're against even the teachings, they don't want to talk about energy, they don't want to talk about light, they don't want to talk about any reality as if everything now is just becoming uh, what do you call in their language, just rituals and not based on faith. So whom Allah guides in the last days, Allah is guiding. Allah inshaAllah include all of us in that ocean of love and muhabbat, love of Sayyidina Muhammad That love of Sayyidina Muhammad and the immense love of Ahlul Bayt is a sign for people. For people who don't talk and don't mention their love of Ahlul Bayt, how would they possibly be following Sayyidina Mahdi when he's the king of the Ahlul Bayt? He's the grandson of Imam al Husayn, the grandson of, of Imam Ali, the grandson of Sayyidina Fatima. Coming from that immense lineage, this grandson is appearing. If you're not completely immersed with their love and, and mesmerized by the love of Imam Ali, that this is a dress from Imam Ali, that I'm, this love you and attraction you have for me that I'm putting that love into your heart so that you love my family and that you love my grandson who's coming. So that that's already has to be there. So people who are not talking like that, not having that love, not, not even wanting to mention the names of Ahlul Bayt, mm, I'm suspicious if they would even have a concern to be with Sayyidina Mahdi So all the signs have to be prevalent and all the signs have to be understood. Those whom are loving them, respecting them, respecting and loving the holy companions, then of course Allah is giving them the character and khuluq that would lend itself to be under the flag of Imam Mahdi and that Sayyidina Mahdi must be dressing them and blessing them. And the only way to talk realities in the last day is that the sword of Sayyidina Mahdi must be guarding that servant, that they have they have from that light an alim and qadir and that his sword must be dressing the servants that can talk that reality as to safeguard them from every type of shaitan and dajjali being inshaAllah. Sayyidi do you have any recommendations for us as Rajab is approaching? Yes get ready. <laughs> Rajab Tarul Ajab, Rajab is always an immensely ajeeb month in which Allah will flip the world upside down and, and many, many occurrences will begin and the world is about to enter into many different difficulties. Dukhan has not come upon the earth when Allah will encompass the earth with a white smoke and that smoke will contain a contagion and a disease upon people. And that has not come yet. So many, many difficulties are, are, are on their way towards this earth. Our mission is to increase the love of Sayyidina Muhammad that Allah's nazar be upon us, love of Sayyidina Muhammad be upon us and that love be a sense of salvation and protection for ourselves, our family and our communities. The many, many difficult things are upon the horizon. 
and it requires good character, good character for Allah to open these realities. We, we, we repeated that if Imam Ghazali received his trust by a fly and his kindness to a fly, imagine then the interaction with pious people, pious servants and lovers of Sayyidina Muhammad Every action, every movement, everything is being observed and Allah with the smallest action may open immensities within the heart. We're in need of those openings now as a result of all the difficulties. So we said the tajalli for this month is, when, when Noah came and said that they have destroyed me and the sins of shaitan and shaitan's pushing upon me has loaded me with all sorts of badness and difficulties. And they prayed unto Allah and Allah don't worry. I'll open the gates of the heavens and shower waters upon you to wash away what shaitan is trying to put upon your character and upon your being. And we pray that Allah open the gates of heaven with His rahmah and His mercy, Mayan munhamiran that this is the month in which Allah to send these waters, already sending waters into this area of California that take away many difficulty, many sicknesses and many shayateen to be dressed and to be brought down. And that Allah's Rahman and the mercy of Sayyidina Muhammad to be ever prevailing. And we pray that Allah dress us with more and more of this Rahman and these lights and that every difficulty to be taken away and to be prepared for whatever Allah is sending next upon this earth inshaAllah. Wa hurmati Muhammad al-Mustafa wa bi Surat al-Fatiha. Click the link now to subscribe.